Hello, dear financial independence enthusiasts. Today I interview Martin all the way in Toronto, Canada. Uh, Martin is a coffee lover and he managed to turn his coffee into cash. A cool tagline to explain how he's making money through Airbnb experiences. We talk about how to set up your own Airbnb experience uh, as a side hustle, his personal story doing coffee tours, and the current opportunities uh, to do Airbnb experiences online. Very interesting episode. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Financial Independence Europe podcast, where we interview people from all 44 European countries, all of them, about optimizing your life, geo-arbitrage, and making the most of your money. This was your host, Alvar, Arminta, and Matthias. Hi, this is Matthias, and I want to introduce you this episode's sponsor, which is Everstate. Everstate is a real estate P2P aggregator, and with one account, you can build a diversified portfolio of projects of many different deal providers across 11 countries. What I really like about them is that Everstate founders also invest personal money in some of the projects, and you could choose to follow them to invest in these curated skin in the game projects manually or just using the auto invest feature like I do. With the three investment types, you can decide if you want to invest in property loans, equity or earn a steady income from rentals. Most projects are backed by collateral and you can expect returns between 5 and 18%. If you're interested, you can find more information at financial-independence.eu slash evoestate. That's spelled E-V-O-S-T-A-T-E. And you can find the link also in the show notes. Hello, everyone. Today, I am interviewing Martin all the way from Toronto, Canada, and we'll be discussing Airbnb experiences. Uh, but before we get started, Martin, could you tell us quickly who you are and what is it that you do uh, nowadays? Well, that's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> I do many Just a different... quick, quick rundown. Quick rundown. Yes, yeah, so I run a personal finance blog for young people. I, I got into blogging about personal finance when I was a student in 2008. So I've been at this for 12 years. And I, yeah, I just help people figure out their finances. I make personal finance easy. And over the years, I've started just looking into side hustles. And I've written about side hustles. And now I, my newest side hustle is Airbnb Experiences, which I'm here to talk about how, how I ended up turning uh, coffee into cash. Nice. I like the the tagline. Um, <laughs> so before we, like the main topic of today is going to be how exactly uh, you make money from Airbnb experiences and how maybe others can pursue this uh, side hustle. Uh, before we get started, can you kind of quickly tell us what Airbnb experiences are exactly? Yeah, so I have it loaded up. The official definition, it's a, it's an activity designed and led by inspiring locals. So they go beyond typical tours or classes by immersing guests in each host's unique world. And they, that, they, they kind of go on in that in that regard. So it's, it's generally anything and everything that you can do with people. Like, I know that sounds vague, but it could be anything from uh, doing a Muay Thai class to doing a food tour. It's anything that you can you can show people or do with people. And it, it's, it could be as simple as uh, eating food with somebody or walking around town with somebody to all the way as advanced as uh, Airbnb Adventures. So all the way to uh, like a three to five day excursion with people. So it's pretty much anything and everything you can do with someone. Cool. And it's mainly targeted towards tourists, right? So you're exploring a new city and you look for things to do and you jump on Airbnb and that's where you find kind of experiences. Well, yeah. So they, they started in 2016. It was called Trips back then. 
And it started off as a, you know, like a small things. And now it's become anything and everything. And now I've, as from my own experience, it's more for regular people. I get more, wow. uh, I get more locals than I do tourists. I, like I would have to actually sit down and look at it, but it's, it, I usually get more locals because people in town need things to do. And I've actually started, well, it's obviously now everything's on hold, but I started partnerships with uh, dating websites. Like dating websites oh, wow. are, yeah, are sent, they want to send people on dates. So it's, it's anything from a date night to uh, a, a tourist wanting to do something. Wow. I, I, that's a very yeah broad kind of audience, I guess. That's quite interesting. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's, yeah that's the most fascinating thing about it. It's gone from tourists to, to the whole, mm-hmm. to everybody. But you would say like the ones who host it are definitely locals, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's local people hosting it for, for the world. Ideally it's supposed to be for tourists, but like I said, mm-hmm. a you know, you're not going to turn down anybody, right? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. So say um, uh, I'm a local in my city. My Personally, this is I'm in Edinburgh uh, in Scotland. It's actually a very touristy city. Uh, and there'd definitely be a lot of kind of um, people interested. What's, what, where would I start? And what kind of experience would you recommend someone kind of hosts? Yeah, so, so in terms of starting, uh, it could be... It could be anything. So I would start off obviously with the most simplest idea, because uh, like you you don't want to start getting into adventures and uh, like detailed things in your first run. So for example, in Scotland, it, there's a lot of scenery there, I believe, right? There's a lot of yeah, yeah, like history, right? Yeah, once you get out in the in the countryside, yeah, yeah. So you could just you could do something simple as you know, like showing people cool coffee shops in the downtown mm-hmm. core, all the way to showing people um, like the beautiful landmarks and the scenery and the and, and and then you can add a twist to it. So the beautiful thing about Airbnb experiences, you can add any twist you want to it. So you, you can combine themes. So like, for example, I, I looked this up just before we started. And like, there's people, there's a guy in Ireland, I believe, he's doing uh, comedy tours. Mm-hmm. So let's say you want to show people like uh, a cool mountain and you're a comedian. You're like, you know what? I'm going to do comedy while, while I show people ar- around. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, so like, to start, it really depends on, on what on what you can what you want to do, right? If you uh, like, if you have an existing business, let's say you're a Muay Thai uh, Muay Thai a kickboxing coach or yoga instructor, you could put that business on there. So, so a lot a lot of uh, like coaches went on Airbnb experiences and realized this is a whole new marketplace. Now I'm I'm open to the whole world. Yeah, and that that okay. So that that kind of follows on from my next question, which is. Would you recommend you do something you feel like that is good for business, like as it is profitable, or something more that's your hobby that you think could be fun? Ideally, we want both, right? Ideally, we want both. Yeah. But you know, which one do you would you lean more on? I would start off with something fun because you want to get um because you need reviews. So Airbnb experiences are it's like you know like TripAdvisor and like Amazon. It's all based on reviews. So you want to do something that you're passionate about so you can get a lot of good reviews and get a lot of five-star reviews and get and get featured. So that so when you get the more reviews you get, the more likely you are to be featured. So starting off, like like for me, I just chose the simplest thing possible because I just wanted to review the aspect of making money, right? So like I, I just chose a coffee tour. And I also don't have that. I've never been one that has any good like any uh like I don't have I don't have any specific skills. Like I'm not a, a yoga instructor, right? So I would choose I would choose something you're passionate about first and see if you can like see if you can make it work, see if you can get any people, see if you can get reviews. And then you can you can get more detailed and you can you can add layers to it. So for example, you could start off with a coffee tour and then you can add like a coffee and food tour. Then you can add uh you can add different things to it. Cause you can host as many experiences as you want on the app. So you're not limited to your one experience. 
you could have a coffee tour you run on on like let's say on Mondays on the weekends you do a pub crawl and as we were talking I just looked up how do you say it Edinburgh Edinburgh, Edinburgh. <laughs> it's it's oh, a very strange uh, like um, writing a uh, spelling so I don't know good luck <laughs> looking that up so just look I- up capital of Scotland <laughs> I actually just looked it up, and just for the sake of this, I'm going to tell you what the top experiences are. I actually are. did look it up uh, like a month oh, ago. Did yeah, you? I did. I was curious, and it was um, so Edinburgh is very famous for its scenery. You are right, also about its history. Uh, so a lot of people would go there to check out, like for horror tours, uh, just like to get the scary stories. And really? also, uh, there's some beautiful scenery. So a lot of people would get like um, and someone to go around with them to take photos, which I thought was really funny. Um, oh, that, that's the biggest yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So you just get, because there are a lot of stunning, like even wedding photos I saw here. So, you know, you can hire someone to take photos of you uh, with your partner and you kind of, I don't know. Um, so really, yeah, pretty much what you're saying. A bit of everything. Well, if you if you don't mind, I, I just, <laughs> so so for everybody listening, I, I just, I'm looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. So couple photography, yeah, this, I, get, I think this is Canadian prices. A couple photography in Edinburgh. Edinburgh, Edinburgh. Edinburgh. <laughs> Is one hundred and eight dollars? Wow! For what a day or an hour or one hour? Jesus. So that's, that's just an idea. So one hundred eight dollars for one hours. So think about that. And this person has two hundred and four reviews. So mm. I'm not, so if someone could do the math real quick, <laughs> I'm assuming they did that. They've done it at least. And they're uh, probably a pro. 20. Like they're probably a professional yeah. photographer, right? Hopefully. But here's the thing. Let's say you have a camera and you're not a pro. You can get started. Yeah, yeah, I sure. mean, so and also uh, so the gruesome history, like you said, the horror yeah, history. There you go. That's $27 for an hour and a half. Mm. So uh, that's, that's not bad. $27 yeah. a person you could charge an hour and a half. And oh, yeah, you're, all you're doing there is your time. Yeah, of course. So if you get 10 people, you can make $270 and you're walking around for an hour and a half. And there's also a lot of uh, whiskey experiences. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> a lot of drinking. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking at it. So, so the, the most popular things seem to be drinking. Yeah, whiskey surprise, and folklore. Surprise. Gin distillery and tasting. Yeah. The secret cocktail bars. That's one I and, would uh, yeah, cocktail bar definitely. There's some really good cocktail bars here, but there's some. We well, have some have speakeasy ones too. like Hidden. Those are really cool. Oh really? Yeah, those are really cool. Yeah, so there's also the ultimate Harry Potter walking yeah, tour. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> there's a uh, bike tours and yeah, yeah, a lot of Everything. Harry Potter tours. So long story, long story short, when whenever people ask me what kind of experience to start, I say well, it depends what you can do, and also depends what's happening in your city. So I would start off by. You didn't ask this, but I would start off by looking up the city, your city, and seeing what's popular. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great idea. And that's interesting. Would you say it's better, like, to have, you know, maybe an activity that's targeted towards a couple or one person or an activity that's targeted towards a large group of people? Because as you said yourself, if it's a large group of people, you literally are, like, charging per person, $27 per person, which is actually really good. So do you think there's one that's better than the other or...? Yeah, that's a weird. That's yeah. I've thought about that in the past, and it's a weird one because like every activity could be a solo activity and a couple activity. Like that sounds strange, but like I've traveled the world alone a lot, so usually when I travel, like I mean, I need to you know make friends. So, so I do a lot of activities. I like whenever I land in a new city, the first thing I look for personally is a walking tour or a biking tour, because that that's that's how you're gonna get to know the city and how to and you're hoping you're hoping to meet people. Like you're hoping you're like, damn, there better be people on here. So I mean, yeah, you you want to set something up ideally to get the most amount of people, and but the the only issue is, of course, you can't control that. You can't control like, that's the one negative is you can't control the one person or, or or tense. Well, you can set a limit, but you can't if it's if it's one or two people, you got to do the experience regardless. But yeah, obviously, my goal, my the goal is to get large groups. So you want to do like 
And th- that also comes down to the way you market it. So you, you obviously want like uh, couples and groups of friends to come in. But there's also a lot of solo travelers and you can't neglect those people. Yeah, okay. I, I guess I just mean like, for example, the photography experience is going to be just one person, right? You're not going to take five people and take photos. Unless, actually, maybe you could. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess Yeah, I guess you have to make it clear. It's uh, Everything varies. Like a coffee tour, it, it could be okay. with Like I've, ha- I've had really awkward ones really? with just one person. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because I didn't set, I didn't set a limit, mm. and like, like I said earlier, I believe you still have to go whether one person signs up or not. So like, yeah, I've done some awkward ones with just me <laughs> and like one a, person, and a you're weird just like date experience, or <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, I've also had ten people groups where it's really? boring because nobody says anything. Wow, you must have a lot <laughs> yeah. of different like experiences, and and you probably learn a lot about people yeah. in general. I'm guessing like how people are. You do, and am I... what people are like. Yeah, I felt cu- I felt like date nights where couples just come on a day, not on a date. <laughs> That's and... nice. Like, there's been great ones. And there's been awkward ones. Because it's also, like, the guy's probably thinking, who the hell is this guy? Like, well, I don't want to hang out with this guy. <laughs> you know? Like, imagine your girlfriend signs up for a, a coffee tour. And you go to meet this guy. You're like, like what? What's date. this about? Yeah, quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, you get a variety of groups. And obviously, it's up to you. You, you can you can market it. You could say, like, 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 no one's stopping you from saying this is a couple's thing. Or this is a solo thing. But generally speaking, it's going to attract... Just everybody that's on the app, people looking for cool. things to do. Uh, and so for those listening, uh, I thought it'd be useful if you could quickly kind of walk us through the steps of creating an Airbnb experience. Because uh, I know you have a really detailed blog post on your article and on your blog, and we'll link to that in the show notes. But if you could just quickly tell us kind of the steps um, for, yeah, to create one. to create experience. Yeah. So I actually have it open right <laughs> now. So you, uh, you, you go to... Uh, you just press submit your experience and they, they give you a bunch of like, they just say, uh, first they say, where are you? Like they ask you where, you, where you're located. You put your location. And now because of the, all this COVID-19 stuff, they're allowing online experiences. I've played around with that, but I'm not sure if I can, if I can go online because I mean, it's coffee. <laughs> like it's kind of weird. Like what, what are you going to drink a Keurig while I drink a yeah. fancy coffee? So I haven't gone online yet, but the good news is despite everything happening, they're still vetting, uh, like they're still accepting applications. So I actually up, uh, I've applied for experiences in this downtime. So as, as, as crappy as it is, you can still apply for an experience. And then they'll tell you like, whether you're accepted or not. And then once things go back to normal, hopefully sooner than later, you can have your experience. But yeah, what you go to the, uh, the page, you press submit your experience, and then, then you get to pick a primary theme. And just so you guys know, like when I said it's anything and everything, here are the themes. Art and culture, entertainment, food and drink, Nature and outdoors, sports and wellness. So right there, you can like that's everything and anything. And then let's just say, like it gets so niche, like or is it niche? niche that's another niche. word I, I say know, wrong. I niche, niche. <laughs> and then from there, so like this is just application. Then you're like, you know what? I want to start a a coffee tour. Or this. Then you click that. You press. Then you press. Uh, you go under drink. And there's so many options. There's like coffee tasting, wow. coffee class, coffee tour. <laughs> so you can click coffee. I, I just click coffee tour. And then they give you examples of people doing it. There's coffee brewing in the cloud forest. There's a Bali, most scenic coffee tour wow. in the world. Like, like, and then you can add a secondary theme. And then so you can add coffee and dance. Like, we're just, <laughs> I'm just messing around here. You can add coffee wow. and ballet. You can do coffee and ballet. And that, that could be your experience. So that, that's just the, on the application page. So you go through that. And then like, they, they ask you everything. And you, you, I've, on my Instagram, I actually applied in 15 minutes mm-hmm. flat. That's my You've record. done a lot of applications. So you just go through everything. <laughs> yeah yeah so they ask you for basic information so they're gonna want to know what you do so 
if you're if you're sitting down right now and you want to do an experience, I would write I would write it out. So it takes some time, write out the whole experience, like from start to finish, what you would want people to do. And that that's the questions they ask. And they ask you, uh they ask so they ask you what the experience will be. And they they kind of ask like some, you know, like just questions along the lines of that. So like they just want to know that you have a plan. Like it's not it's not that like they're not trying to trick you or anything. They just want to know that you have a plan. Cause they don't want like they don't want to send somebody to this coffee tour and you're just like, Cute, I don't have a plan. You just kind of so, and then they ask you about you. This is where it gets kind of awkward because, like, uh, like you have to sell yourself. So, like, like how how can you say that you're a coffee expert? You know. <laughs> so they'll, they'll ask you like, how long you've been doing this? So I, I told the truth. I've been drinking coffee wow, for at least fifteen job. years, that, right? A, that's not a lie. That's a good track record. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. Oh yeah. So then, so then they ask you about yourself. So this is so of course, if you have a social media presence already, and and you know, let's say you have an Instagram already, mm-hmm. you could share that, and that 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 could help you. And because they just want to know that you're a legit person and that you have a plan. So whatever, whatever you can think of, if you have a blog, that'll help. If you have an Instagram, that'll help. And you just go through the application and it's all in my, my article. And uh, like, I'm not, not, I'm not saying that to promote, but they, uh, like everything's covered. Like they literally cover every question about your experience and then you submit it and then you just wait. And then let's say they do deny you, which I've been denied twice. Actually, I've been denied every time because like, because they are pretty thorough and they'll, they'll tell you exactly what to fix. So then you just fix it and you do it again. And then you you edit your application and then you get accepted. Like you just keep on doing it until finally they accept you. Cool. Nice. Okay. And and then you just, uh, and once it's accepted, then you just start, right? Yes. Once it's accepted, you're live in the, uh, in the app. So you're, 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 you're under the Airbnb app now, you're under experiences, under things to do. And now it's on you to get noticed. So like, like, uh, you know, I would use like things like I would I would try to get my friends yeah. to do a, a couple sessions, perhaps. Like I, I would try to do like anybody that has the app, try to get them to do it, and this way, hopefully, they, they hopefully your friends <laughs> give you course. good reviews. Hopefully, your friends like you, so you get some good reviews and uh, yeah, have like a lower directory price because you want to get your repetitions and your rounds. And like, it's like any business; you're not gonna make like the first month. You should just kind of write it off. Like, try to at least yeah. get experience, you know. So try try to uh, like one guy, one guy, Jonathan. What he did was he uh, he did he put it at one dollars experience, and he said name your price. So like if you think it's worth five like bucks, that. you can leave five bucks at the end. If you think if you think it's worth one dollar, you leave one dollar. Whatever you want to do, that may sound gimmicky, may not. Whatever you want to do, whatever you need to do or want to do, you have to get those rounds in, get those ex- get get those reviews. And then once you start getting reviews, Airbnb is like, all right, like this, like she knows what she's doing. We're gonna promote her thing, and then you're gonna appear. So like when someone books uh like an accommodation, they yeah, get a list sure. of things to do, and then your goal is to show up like on that list. So the Airbnb, like as, as you get more rounds, more reviews, and they're gonna, they're going to eventually promote you. And I learned this because my a good friend of mine booked a hotel room. He was throwing a party, and he booked like a sorry, he booked an Air, an Airbnb. Like mm-hmm. a, he booked like a whole thing, right? And then he gets an email. They're like, they're like, you you should try out the coffee. <laughs> oh my <crawl."> god! <laughs> he's like he's. Like, He's like the coffee crawl is coming because I was going to the party because the coffee crawl is coming to me. <laughs> it was kind of funny, but yeah. So Airbnb does the promotion for you, and your goal is to you know be be the be the experience that, sounds, that they promote. Uh, sounds, sounds cool. Uh, and so imagine someone's interested in in getting started with Airbnb experience, and maybe they could allocate I don't know five hours a week. Even that sounds like quite a lot. What would you say, like two or three hours a week? What is a realistic you'd say time span to allocate? per week or per month to Airbnb experience? Yeah. So um, that depends on you. So every experience is different. Like, like I don't, I, it's tough yeah. to give a one size fits all answer, but for example, like you wouldn't like if you started a wine tasting tour or, or like, like, like the, the hidden cocktail bars, like that, that's, that seems to be the big one there. 
Like, for example, you're not no. going to do that on a Monday morning, right? It's like m- most people are not going to want to drink coffee on a... Uh, sorry, they're not going to drink whiskey on a Monday morning. That's when they drink coffee. The beauty about the Airbnb app is that you set it when you want to. So you could set... Exp- you could set... Um, like, if it's, a, if it's a whiskey tour, I would just set them for every, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever. It's, it's up to you to find that perfect time. Because you have to set the time in the app and then people accept it. Just, just so that there's structure. And but also people can also request times too. So that's the that's the good thing. They can request the time. But I would set like depending on your experience, I would I would base it on that and then set a bunch up. So like with the coffee tours, I set them up uh, just a couple mornings a week, and I, I, you just test it out. You you can um, you it's it's up to you to play around. So for example, I I would set up like let's say Sundays like three months from now. I'd set up a bunch of Sundays and see if anybody would bite. And then you kind of start noticing. You're like, all right, so every Sunday is getting people signing up. So maybe I'll do more Sundays, right? So it'll it'll take a while to, for you to find the right times, but you could do it. Like that one photo tour is an hour and a half. So for example, she could that person could just do that a couple times a week, and like, even twice a week. That's three hours, and you can make the whatever it was a hundred bucks yeah. she was charging. So you can make two hundred bucks with wow. a couple hours a week, right? So it's up to you how much what your experience is. And of course, if you're doing like a two hour yoga class, that that'll that'll be longer. And every, every experience is different. Yeah, exactly. in, in I mean, this, I, I have a question regard. here written down of of how much can you earn, but once again, it's just it really depends on what you want to do and and kind of how many, how many people are attending uh but really from what it's from what you're telling me it sounds like you could make this into a proper full-time income like you just said the photographer that takes 200 or 180 dollars per an hour and a half and you know if you do that i don't know 10 20 hours a month that's that's a pretty good amount like <laughs> yeah it's it's a choose your own adventure like i'm looking right now at the there's a hill in nature walk. Discover the real <laughs> Edinburgh. <laughs> Sorry. So this guy charges $103 and, uh, and whatever. Let's just, mm-hmm. let's just say it's Canadian. $103. And let's just say he oh, does wow. that. So it says four hours. Let's just say he does that every Saturday and Sunday. He's, that's mm-hmm. what he does. He likes, he's going to hike anyways, right? Because let's just say every weekend yeah. you hike. So you might as well bring people with you. Let's just say he gets a... You can't control the group. Let's just say he gets 10 people. Let's say he gets you know 10 people wow. on Saturday. Ten on Sunday. That's, That's an extra thousand bucks each That's day he can make. You know, so it depends on your things. So obviously, you're not going to charge a hundred dollars <laughs> for a coffee tour, but if you if you if you're a good hiker, an avid hiker, and you find a good trail and you, you feel you could charge yeah. hundred bucks, then go go for it, right? So it's up to you and on what on how much you charge. If you're a yoga instructor and you charge fifty seventy dollars, you can you know. If you get 10 people, that's that's a real money you're making every weekend. Yeah. I think that sounds like a lot of fun, and I would totally, you know, consider that. The only thing that I'm thinking is that once you start, once people start paying for this experience, there's a bit of pressure, right, for you to perform. So <laughs> have you ever felt that yeah. pressure? And what would you say is, the, like, a way to make sure they, they have the best experience possible and that, you know, they, they feel like they're getting what they're paying for, basically? Oh my god! I've had so much pressure. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's. <laughs> I've I've had people come on the coffee tour, and then it's like it's their Christmas gift, or it's like their first date, or it's their like honeymoon. <laughs> you know, I'm like, wow, that's a lot of pressure. Like, and I'm thinking, oh my god, like I'd be mm-hmm. kind of mad if my mm-hmm. wife got yeah. me this as my honeymoon gift. I'm just saying, <laughs> a coffee tour. <laughs> like, if the, you, you think yeah, about yeah, you think about sure. some crazy stuff, right? <laughs> Yeah, so there's always going to be pressure, and and I mean that that's 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 a part of uh, doing anything in the public, right? So once you get over the initial nerves <laughs> and the initial just, just the initial silliness of the fact that people are, are spending their Christmas gift on you, you have yeah. to, you realize you have to deliver a five star experience. So actually, so I have a whole system. If you if you don't mind if I go into that, right yeah, now? yeah, I'm very curious. Let us know. So here's my five star system. The first thing is. <laughs> 
<laughs> your experience has to be unique, right? So the more unique it is, the more the more better the sorry the better it will be. English is my first language, I swear. <laughs> the better it will be. So for example, I I looked up random things like there's a making maple syrup, there's a body painting, there's bagel t- t- tasting, there's so many random things. Uh, tarot card reading. So you, step one, you want your thing to be unique and cool. Like if you, if people meet you and you just kind of walk through a, like a park and it's kind of boring, that's not unique and that's lame and they'll be mad at you. You might get kicked off the app and it's just lame, right? So let's try to make it unique. Uh, second thing is you should have clear, clear uh, expectations, uh, clear, uh, everything should be clear. The price should be clear. Like you should, in your description on the app, you should say you're paying 25 bucks, you're getting coffee. This is what's happening. It should be very clear. You don't want to confuse people because Imagine you went for like a whiskey tasting thing and you paid a hundred bucks and you find out there's no whiskey. You'd be like, whoa, this <laughs> kind of sucks. Wow. Yeah. So it has to be very clear. So people, because if, if you tell people, listen, you're paying a hundred bucks, you're getting photography and like, that's just the price and that's what you're getting. And the people, and the people get that. That's, that's, that's perfect. Right. That's you pay, you got what you paid for. Right. So you should make it. So that should be clear in that sense. And then uh, I would I would send a message out. So, so the experience begins as soon as you uh, like sign up for it. As soon as you pay for something, that's when you're that's kind of like when your trip begins, right? Like the moment you pay for it, because then you start thinking about it. So I would have a message. You can set a custom message to go out to people, or you can I I like to uh, like send that individual message every time. I'd be like, hey John, thanks for signing up. I look forward to drinking coffee with you on 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 Saturday, right? So that way they know you're a real person. They, they don't get any buyer's remorse and you really built that rapport with them. And I also use this as a chance to kind of bring up things. Like one time I, some, someone joined the, the coffee tour and it was, it was in November, but we already had snow in, in Canada. So as, as a joke, I saw that they're, sorry, I saw that they're from Mexico. So as a joke, I was like, hey, I hope you brought a jacket. And she replied, she goes, no, I actually don't, don't have a jacket. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you should, uh, yeah, so you send them the message and you should have a clear, a clear meetup. So like you should meet them uh like what? Like that? That's one thing that's tricky is you have to because people are tourists, right? So like, they might not have Wi-Fi. They may not know where they are. You should, you should have a clear meetup spot so so yeah. that they get there and it's very straightforward and it's very easy to meet you. I meet people at the Drake Hotel. It's a very popular uh, like a hotel, like a very bar hotel bar near 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 uh, where we go. So it's easy to find and it's a cool historical spot and it begins on a good note. And then you deliver. Then you deliver what you said you're going to deliver. You know, if it's a coffee tour, you give them the coffee. And then, you know, you don't have to be the most charismatic and most social person, but you have to at least care and like try to be attentive, ask questions, ask people. And then finally, you should have suggestions. So you are like their, their liaison. You are like their Sherpa. Like, like these people are uh, like, they're, you're, like a lot, it's going to be a lot of tourists and these people want things to do. So you should have, you should have suggestions for things to do after at good restaurants and uh, like to good tourist sites. And you should have an opinion on things. So if, you don't want someone to, like if someone came to, to Toronto and asked me about the CN Tower, and I, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I, I never heard of it, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. you want to you want to have suggestions for them and a clear opinion, so that, that they know what, like what, what to do after, and you give them ideas, and then uh, yeah, then and then you end off on a good note, and then and then hopefully they give you a five star review. <laughs> Sweet, that sounds like a very thorough way to make sure you offer the best experience. So yeah, very very useful. And obviously, you just mentioned right now five star review. What kind of feedback, like it's obviously very important to be able to receive feedback. Um, yeah. And so is it in the form, is it like, do you ask them in person or ask them through Airbnb? Because maybe some of them are a bit embarrassed. I don't know. So h- how do you try and receive feedback from 
your kind of well, the people who take your tours. Yeah. So what I do at the end. So yeah, I should have mentioned that. So I also do like a wrap up. It's good to have a, uh, an intro and a conclusion to your tour. So I, I have a like a wrap up, like a conclusion, and I, I kind of say, well, like I ask them, I'm like, I'm like, so what was your favorite coffee? And they they think about it, and we kind of discuss it. Then I say, what was your favorite coffee shop? And then I then I ask a few questions, and then because it's kind of awkward to ask, like, do you have feedback? Right? That's like a weird question. <laughs> so I just try to ask them about about their time, and then I ask them for suggestions. And I say, do you guys have any like, do you guys have anything you would like to do now? I can point you in the right direction. And then throughout this, you get feedback, and then. We could talk about this later, but I have like an Instagram set up for this coffee tour. So then I, I get them on Instagram. I send them the photos. And you just hope that because Airbnb sends them an email after the tour is over. So you just hope that they leave a good review on the uh, on the app. And yeah, I, I, yeah. So you just in, in all that, you get a, you should get enough feedback and then you keep in touch with them. You send them a message. So I try to get photos of people. So then I send that to them and then that should be enough to get feedback. One guy that I worked with, I helped him set up an experience. He would send people like a whole like thing. And I don't know. Personally, I'm tired. Like, you know, after you do an experience, like, you don't mind leaving a, a nice review, but you, how, like, how many questions do you want to answer about a one hour experience, you know? <laughs> yeah, true. Like, every, I don't know if this is a different topic, but every time you do something now, you get like an email, like, how did you find this mm. service? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just paid my bill. Leave me alone. Like, I, I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to review everything I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good point. Cool. Okay. Um, And I'm just curious, like, specifically for the coffee tour, is it kind of you just take them from one coffee shop to another and you taste coffee and then you talk? Right? Or do you talk about the coffee? Yes. Or do you? Is there like? Because I'm, I'm just imagining myself. I've never been on coffee tour. I've been on pub crawls, but that's quite a different story. Um, coffee, <laughs> coffee tours. I'm guessing you kind of just make small talk at every coffee shop, or are you? Do you have like specific topics you talk about? Or yeah. So it, I. Yeah. Just curious. Yeah. So if anyone wants to start an experience, the first thing I would do is just do a trial run, like yeah. grab a friend or do it on your own, and and well, I would write write it out and then do a trial trial run. So I have a whole process now. I've been doing this for since June. So I went hard for like six wow. months. I went for like, for the first six months, I tried to do as many as I could, even if it was one person or two people or whatever. So it's good to have a whole process, right? So for me, on my, on my thing, we start off at the Drake Hotel and I give them the history of the Drake Hotel. And then I give them the history. And then we started walking. So we walked and I give them the history of the, of the community, right? Because even if it's a local, most locals don't really know the history of every community, right? Like, like even if you if I brought you somewhere twenty minutes away, like you you wouldn't know like the history. I, I don't imagine, right? So like we give them the history of the of the community. We talk about that, and then we bring I bring up the history of coffee. So the first place we start off at is a, is an Ethiopian coffee shop, and they make Ethiopian coffee, which is actually I don't know if you know this. Ethiopians d- discovered coffee. No, I did not. Back know in that. the day. Now I yeah, look 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 up Caldi. Yes, I guess <laughs> there you go. See, I give them I give them that story. Online experience through podcasting. There you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I give them that whole story about how Ethiopians started coffee and so on. And then we go into the first, so I've, I've obviously vetted out these coffee shops so that they're very unique. So this place makes a Jebana. It's the first ever way of making coffee. And the ge- and the gentleman in the store is married to an Ethiopian. So he, it's a very unique shop. So like you'd have to go to my Instagram and see it. But like, yeah, the, the guy kind of gives away, like, he gives the whole history of coffee, how Ethiopians discovered coffee and how they drink it. Because Ethiopians have a whole process. They drink coffee for two hours every single day of their lives. Or at least an hour. Like they have a whole, like they make, so we roast the beans. Like we actually roast our own coffee beans because Ethiopian coffee is a just-in-time process. So we, we roast the beans. Uh, we make the coffee the first way ever. And we talk about the history of coffee. We drink the coffee. And we, we, hang, we hang out. We hang out. So it depends on the group. So some groups, they love it. They love the history. They love to talk. They debate coffee. Like mm-hmm. that guy, the gentleman, is, he's very passionate. Like some people get into like intense caffeine <laughs> debates. I don't even know what they're talking about. 
And they go, oh, so we, we could be there for even an hour sometimes. I'm like, oh my God, guys, we gotta go. <laughs> so then we walked to the next shop, which is about a, uh, less than a mile, about half a mile. We walked there half, oh, a couple, you know, a couple, 10, 15 minutes. We walked there and we give the history and I give them food load recommendations. And it depends on the group. Every group is different. The one feedback I did get, the one time I got a bad review, the person felt I didn't have enough history, which I don't think was fair because I didn't, like, I didn't promise you history of, of Toronto. I promised you coffee. Yeah. But that's another story. So I've, I've, it's on you, right? So you want to have some talking points. You want to have like a, like a, like a, you want to have a bunch of ideas written down. It's so like if if the group is chatty, we 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 end up we could end up talking about like random stuff like hockey or whatever basketball. If the group's not chatty, I just give the history of everything we walk by. I point out things to do. And the second coffee shop is an Armenian coffee shop. We have like Turkish coffee made on sand. So we kind of go through the whole thing, and uh, yeah, we do that. We have coffee on sand, and it's a record shop, so. It really depends on the group. Some people love records. They go crazy. Like they start going through the records. They we put on records. We hang out. And like I said, some groups will be like, "Oh, this is lame," and then it's kind of awkward because <laughs> they don't care. And then we go to the third coffee shop, which is uh, which varies, but there's actually one place. It's kind of our home base now. It's a it's a nut shop. Like they make they roast nuts in house. So that coffee shop, uh, of course, like I message the owners in advance, and if it's a slow day, he'll actually wa- let us watch him roasting nuts in the back, like making cashews and almonds and stuff. And that that right there is a cool experience, yeah. right? He's roasting nuts. You're hanging out, and of course, if it's a summertime, there's a big park. We'll stop. We'll walk through the park, and yeah, like if it's a nice day, we'll walk around the park, talk there, and then then we usually end up at that either at the third coffee shop or at the park, and then we hang out, and that, that's the whole wow. thing. It's an it could be an hour and a half, two hours, and Every group is different. Some groups are awesome. Some people like, end up hanging out after. Other people are just boring. They just kind of look at you. You look at them. It's kind of awkward. You're like, all right. Other times, if it's a couple, you guys can end up becoming like best friends. Like I'm, I'm in touch with people in, uh, in Scotland, actually. I have friends in Scotland, uh, Ireland. I have friends all around Europe, Spain. Yeah. One, guy, one guy ended up starting the Barcelona wow. coffee crawl. Like, I it's should been, go do that it's next been very, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... You, Every 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 group is different, but I try to have a general uh, framework for how how the experience. Yeah, I, so from what I'm from what you're telling me, it really does. You're kind of a tour guide, really. Um, and it's it's really yeah, yeah, yeah. that's really interesting, really cool. And as you said, um, some kind of tips to getting started. It's quite important to have the process like written down. You'd say, and what other things would you recommend? Like if someone is looking to start an Airbnb experience, you know, go through the process, maybe do it with a friend. Would you recommend doing other Airbnb experiences just to check them out? What what kind of tips? yeah yeah? So the first thing I'll do is look up apps in your look up experiences in your city and see what you can do. Right. So try try to do one. Try, try, I would just do one. Just you know, even if it's a twenty dollar one, you you do one and you see what it's like. And then uh, yeah, you you write your thing out. You do it with a friend. And then uh, the big key on Airbnb is actually photos. And this is, they have very weird rules about photos. The photos cannot look staged, but the problem is, like, they want candid photos. The problem is that candid photos are never yeah, candid, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> like you see them on Instagram. Like, someone's like, "Oh, like looking away into the sunset." Like, shut up! Like, we, you obviously know the camera's there. So, yeah, you need really good photos, but I, you have to go through the checklist. I, I have I've saved the checklist, but it's a very interesting checklist. Like, <laughs> you have to pretend you're not looking at the camera. <laughs> So it's really weird. So you have to get some, but you have to get a bunch of photos. So, cause photos sell the experience. So I would try to get like a friend or two and get like you guys, it sounds so lame, but it's like, just get a picture of you guys drinking. If it's a coffee tour, get a picture of you guys drinking coffee, but not looking at the coffee or the camera. It's weird. 
I just try to get a bunch of experience. Try to get photos of the uh, shops and like if you're doing yoga, I get pictures of the mats, whatever. Or, uh, if you're doing a pub crawl, get pictures of the pubs. Or if you're doing a scenic hike, get pictures of the hike and get really good photos. And uh, yeah, that should be enough to get started. And then obviously, once you get along, you might, you're going to want to get an Instagram page going or, or some sort of social media just, just just to make it just have a home base for your experience. You know, we can go into that if you want. Or uh, what do you mean home base for? You mean Instagram? Well, okay, Instagram well, page. Well, rundown. Yeah. What what do you let me let me know? Tell me what you're thinking, saying. Okay, yeah. So I would recommend starting a separate Instagram page and just putting all your information on there. And that's where you can put any photo you want. So in my Airbnb description, I put follow me on Instagram for more. So I get people to follow me. And then it's easier to, be, easier to become friends once you, once you guys follow each other on Instagram. And that's where I post all my guest photos and uh, pictures of the coffee shops. So I, I, t- I, I pretty much give the whole thing away except for the actual coffee. I tell them where we're going, what we're doing, and I have everything saved on there. And that makes it easier to promote. So like, it also makes people know you're legit. So like, let's, say, let's say someone wants to do your hike and they add you on Instagram. Yeah. They actually see videos and photos. Because people want to see other people doing this yeah, and enjoying it, right? Because the first thing you always think is like, would, would someone like me like this, you know? Like, you're like, oh, maybe old people like this, but I'm young. And then you, you go on Instagram, you're like, oh, cool, there's young people doing this, old people doing this. Oh, it's interesting, right? So yeah, set up an Instagram, post lots of photos, and uh, that, that does the selling That's for great. you eventually. Um, and another question about the process. So I'm guessing when you when the people come with you to the coffee shops, they're not paying. Like, you're paying for all their coffees, right? Or they're paying for their own coffee. Yeah. So I, I found that people like to pay for inside access. So I also find that people don't want to, like people don't mind paying for things, but they don't want, they don't want to be yeah. hit up with fees. Like, you know, there's nothing worse than like you go like to the zoo, you pay for the fee, you get in and it's like, you want a map, a map is extra. You're like, come on. Then you want, you want to get a hat, you know, you want to get something simple. Like you want to get like a, I don't know, you, you want to go to another part of the zoo and you have to pay extra to go to that part of the zoo. You're like, what yeah, yeah. you know? So I found myself that I, I just try to pay for everything in advance and I, so that they, makes it a lot easier. So they have it easier. all included then? Ex- like, they, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, yeah, in my opinion, that makes it easier. Like, you don't, like, you don't, wanna, you don't want people showing up on your hike then they have to buy something. You're like, you want to just cover everything so it's easy for people and, and that, that, that makes something truly a five-star experience because you, because like if you're paying for a food tour and you pay a hundred bucks and you have to buy your own meals, yeah, you're like, agree, what did I pay agree. for? <laughs> so I just try, it depends on the activity. Obviously, if you're doing a pop crawl, it might be tough to pay for yeah. everyone's <laughs> drinks for an entire night, you know, but yeah, it depends on your activity and if you, so if do you, you can do like, it or not. do you like call the coffee shops in advance and say, yo, I've got five people coming uh, or, and do you like prepay for them or you pay them on the spot? Uh, yeah, so I've changed. Uh, at first, it was kind of awkward. I would just go <laughs> yeah. in and pay and that was, that was, very, that was very weird. So I, I stopped doing that because you, know, you don't want people yeah. to see you paying for it. So what I do now is I just... Obviously, you want to build relationships. Like you're not gonna bring people to a bar, and the bar is like, "Who are you?" <laughs> That's just awkward. Right? Like, imagine you paid for like you've been on pub crawls. Imagine you, you guys get there, and the pub's like not like mm-hmm. looking at you, like, "Why are you here?" <laughs> and you're waiting in line. So yeah, so I just we're all friends now. We built relationships. I have them on Instagram. I just um, send them a quick message. It depends on the day. Like if I have a group of ten coming up on a Saturday, I'll I'll, I'll you know I'll warn them. I'll say, "Hey, I got a group of ten coming on Saturday," and they're like, "Yeah, cool." And then I. Uh, I pay other than before or after, like whatever. Every shop is different. I can the what I what I actually usually do. I go to the Ethiopian place first because it's across the street from my condo, and I I pay them. I give them the money, and uh, I I can pay for it, and I, and I make sure he's ready, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah, he delivers a speech, and yeah, that makes it a lot easier. But it's up to you to set up these relationships. Like if you're doing yoga classes, you obviously want you know the studio to be ready for you guys, and 
Yeah, you got to take yeah, care of your own logistics. I'm, I'm asking because this is a quite an important part of the process. You need to build partnerships, right? With these, uh, like, depending, it depends on your experience, but you're going to have to, there is some planning, let's just say, behind it. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you have to you have to plan everything out. And like I said, it'll, it'll depend on your experience and, and the and the level of it. Like, for me, it's, it's just a coffee tour. So it's a simple text mm-hmm. will do, right? Like, but if you're, if you're setting up like, like skydiving or something, you obviously want, want it to be ready. Because I, I believe, though, when, you, when someone signs up for something, that's all they should do, right? Like, if I signed up for, I don't know, like, if I signed up for, for surfing lessons, I'm not mm-hmm. bringing the surfboard, right? Like, <laughs> like you want everything to be ready. And that's another thing. If you do surfing lessons, you, you want to make sure you got the surfboard. You want to make sure you're ready. And yeah, that's, that's on you to figure out those. And you obviously will, will get, like, you, you eventually get to the point where you have a system. Like, you'll be like, I don't know, every Saturday night we do a pop crawl and, that, and the bars are ready for us. The, the street vendors are ready for us. And, like, you build... It, it, it just comes with time. The system develops as you yeah, as you do more sense. and more of these. Okay. Um, and last question. Uh, and you said yourself that you're you're not really doing the coffee crawls online. But what are your thoughts on doing Airbnb experiences online? Do you have any kind of ideas of what you could do or anybody could do? Yes, Airbnb's uh, doing experiences online right now. So that, that that's that's a brand new thing. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, it's it's a, it's interesting. It's uh, it depends on your experience. Like I do coffee shops and coffee tours. So, I mean, it'll be kind of weird to to do it because like like what are you going to be doing? Like I'm drinking like you're drinking a Keurig. It's not the same as drinking Ethiopian coffee. But yeah, like people are doing coffee lessons or people are making pastries and and doing stuff like like doing cooking or a guided med- meditation. In, in my opinion, I think things like meditation, yoga, and workouts are ideal for the online platform because that's something that anyone could do, right? So yeah, if, you, if if someone wants to make money right now and they're and they love yoga, they love working out, you can just try to offer uh, home workouts on there, or home yoga, or home meditations. And yeah. I think right now is it a good time to make some money. Also, like, is it you know in your own city, um, or do you could I hire? Could I do an Airbnb uh, it's, experience it's the, it, from Toronto of meditation, for example? Yeah, yeah. So it's they just mm-hmm. launched it, so it's very new. But yeah, you could you can do anything. It's it's open to the whole world and. Yeah, so you you can you could do experience anywhere anywhere you are. You just click it, you sign up, and you could do it. And obviously, they, they're yeah. figuring out the kinks as they go because this is so new. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. the whole world is trying to figure out what to do about this, right? So cool. there's no no clear answer. Yeah, but it's, answer, it's great yeah. that now. I mean, we're talking about Airbnb experiences right now, and and we are all a little bit limited to our homes. Uh, but it's great to know that there is still kind of you know there are still opportunities out there. It's just figuring out how to kind of maximize them. So. It's interesting to know that there's Airbnb experiences online for those who think that uh, maybe they can, you know, take advantage of it in some way or the other. Well, I was actually thinking, uh, like, my problem is I don't have access to these coffee shops because, like, obviously they're shut down. Like, I'm sorry, one of them is shut down, and two of them are open. But I'm just, I just, I was just thinking as you're talking, if you're, if you're a shop owner, if your store shut down, or if your restaurant shut down, you yeah. could try offering cooking lessons. So let's just say, for, I'm just thinking out loud here. Let's just say you, you open your restaurant. You can offer Uber Eats, and every time you make a meal, you just do an experience or something, and you record yourself doing it. You know, treat it as a cooking lesson. So, yeah. it's just another way to make money, right? And it depends on your on your creativity. So, I mean, I've seen people get very creative with this in these times, like offering you know private sessions or workouts based on house furniture, like people working out <laughs> with couches, like lifting couches up and stuff. So, really, it really depends on your creativity. You could even I've seen people actually recording uh sorry like a bike tours. So instead of bringing you on a bike ride, they wow. just bring their GoPro and they're recording it. So that, that, yeah. So these are these are all just options. I mean, we're gonna see what happens. Cause like, 
I feel silly even talking about it because that's next week they could shut down bike riding. That that could be not allowed anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. But that's you know? crazy. It's, it's it's people are getting very creative, obviously. So yeah, yeah you I'm, I'm thinking maybe I could do like a walk. Maybe we could do it. What about personal finance? Something I, you could do like a hike. Personal finance related. Yeah, you could teach people <laughs> how to do their taxes or something online, Fun. or how to start a side hustle. <laughs> Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a wild Friday night. Right. Huh? Okay, well, um, Martin, we have a couple of final questions to ask you uh, that we ask every guest. Um, are you ready? Cool. Uh, our yeah. first question is, where can people find you online? So my, I actually launched Ooh. a book about Airbnb experiences. It's it's very simple, how to start an Airbnb experience on Amazon. Uh, my name is Martin Dasko. I'm on Instagram, Queen West Coffee. That's my separate page for this whole side hustle. So you can kind of check that out and see I'm using I'm using this time right now to build out uh, mm-hmm. coffee related content. <laughs> so I'm just posting coffee memes and silliness like that. And I'm at studentomics.com. That's my main blog. It's my home. And yeah, you can find my articles on how to start an experience. I have very detailed guides. Like that's like they're screenshots. Nice. I, I show you through the exact process if you want okay, to. Okay, we will add start your own experience in the show notes. Uh, question number two is what what is one resource not well known that you might recommend to others? It could be a blog, a podcast, um, anything. Uh, Fiverr. Too hard. I like using Fiverr.com. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm, I've been using Fiverr.com to hire and outsource <laughs> tasks I don't feel like doing. Like I found nice. a guy to do my graphics for me for five bucks. So that's a cool site. And even even if you're bored, I I, I had someone make, make me into a what? Simpsons character just, just for the fun of it. So you can <laughs> wow. make me into a <laughs> Simpsons crazy. character. <laughs> so, yeah. So you can have some fun if you're bored. You know, if you want, you want to get your, your partner a mm-hmm. gift or something, you can get like voiceovers or like you, you can just... It's only five bucks, starting at five bucks. You can have some fun on that app if you're bored. Yeah, I mean, my personal experience with Fiverr is that you don't, you don't find a lot of high quality of, like, uh, the people, obviously, it's just $5, so it's not much. Uh, so it's it's not a platform that yeah. I would use to hire, like, someone who I want to use regularly, like, for a hard, <laughs> I don't know, you know, if I want to outsource, yeah, it's for small things. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, okay. You're not going to have, not gonna have right. someone design your home on there, but you can have someone make it, you know. <laughs> Make you a little graphic or something. <laughs> okay, and the last question. Um, number one actionable tip for someone to get started. We're going to switch it to personal finance. Well, we didn't really talk about personal finance. Let's say get started on their path to Airbnb experiences. Uh, one actionable tip. Just take some good pictures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah take, some, take some good pictures. Yeah, because experiences and then the whole social media world is based on photos. So, mm. so if you want to get into coffee sampling or wine tasting, get it, try getting some good photos and see... If you can get some traction on that. Okay, great. Great tip. Great actionable tip. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, Martin, for uh, jumping on during these uncertain times. Uh, hopefully someone will, you know, learn a bit about uh, Airbnb experiences and maybe try it out online or once this is all over in person. I think it could be very interesting. And I personally might try them out. So, yeah, thank you for just walking us through everything. And, yeah, good luck on with your own Airbnb experiences online. Thank you so much for having me. Hey Matthias, do you think there are no financial independence Facebook groups yet? Yes, there's definitely a shortage in financial independence Facebook groups. That's why we want to create another one. And the real reason is that we want to get some feedback on our episodes to have a conversation with our listeners, um, to follow on the topics. And you might also have some questions around our content. 
gotcha. And also, we've been talking with more of you guys at meetups, on Reddit, in Facebook groups, the Fire Europe retreat, obviously, we organized. And this is, in the end, the main reason why we started the whole podcast project to talk to guys like you, uh, learn more from you, case studies, answer questions, and like hopefully all grow and learn from that together in the end and become stronger, smarter, and hopefully also richer people. So, you know, Matthias, say I'm interested in this. Where do I find this Facebook group? Yeah, just go to your Facebook app and type in FI Europe podcast or just click in our show notes. There's a link for the Facebook group or go to our website. There's also a link. So, yeah, just type in FI Europe podcast. See you in the group. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you learned something new and enjoyed the show. You can support us by doing this. Subscribing through your favorite podcast program and leaving us a review. Following us on Instagram and Twitter at Financial Independence Europe. Sending us an email with questions and feedback. We would love to hear from you. All the mentioned articles, books and cool resources can be found in the show notes at financial-independence.eu. Thank you for listening and see you next time.